0: This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Sunday, January 29th, and let's talk about the weather. Today is a glorious sunny day over much of the northwest with cool, dry, easterly flow dominating our region. So it's it's quite cool. Temperatures are dropping down well into the 20s this morning in western Washington and down to teens in eastern Washington. In fact, some locations around the Columbia Basin and into the hills around the Columbia Basin, dropped to the single digits, even a few near zero. This is going to be a relatively boring weather week in our region, and there's no precipitation on site until Friday. Now, tomorrow, mo- uh, Monday morning, will be a bit colder for most of the region. You know, there won't be many clouds, air's cool, and I expect a lot of temperatures to drop into the into the low 20s in western Washington, and to the single digits in eastern Washington. And there's going to be modest warming uh, during the week, and I expect the temperatures will start off getting only to around 40 degrees Fahrenheit on Monday in western Washington, but by by Friday, Thursday in fact, around 50. Um, The Columbia Basin will be maybe 5 to 10 degrees cooler, so temperatures only getting into the 30s on Monday and Tuesday, but warming up to the upper 40s by the, the end of the week. So per, uh, pretty moderate. Uh, Monday should be sunny around the Northwest, but the latest runs of, the, of our local model suggest that clouds will increase as we get into Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mainly high clouds, but cloudiness will increase. The most interesting future event is on Friday, where some of the models are going for quite a strong low-pressure system to approach our coast from off the Pacific Ocean. But looking at the ensembles, where we run the model many times, and looking at other modeling systems like the European Center, it appears there is a tremendous amount of uncertainty about this low center, so let's hold off about getting uh, excited about some kind of windstorm on Friday or Saturday morning. Well, everybody talks about California rain, and California is getting more rain in central and, and southern California right now, and the extended forecasts show a lot more coming, and particularly as we get to the end of the week in central and northern California. Uh, the ridge will form over the eastern Pacific, but there'll be this northerly flow disturbances that are going to be coming down into California, and they will get considerable rain, especially Uh, from central California northward. Uh, The California drought appears to have met its match. And snowpack's great, reservoirs are filling, everything's pretty good. Well, enjoy the sun around the northwest, and thanks for listening. Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Several people have asked me an interesting question. Why are there often low clouds when high pressure dominates our region? This was certainly true the past week, when unusually high pressure helped prevent flooding from astronomical king tides. Day after day, western Washington was in murky clouds this week while pressure was high. Now, high pressure can also result in the Columbia Basin being filled with a low-level murk, and during the summer, late spring and summer, when high pressure dominates the eastern Pacific, much of the offshore waters are covered by low stratus and stratocumulus. So what is it about high pressure that can leave low clouds in the lower few thousand feet of the atmosphere Often with unusually clear skies and warmer temperatures right above. There are several reasons, and I'm going to explain them right now. To get low clouds, one needs low level moisture, water vapor, an ability to cool the air to saturation, to 100% relative humidity, and producing clouds, and you also need a lack of vertical mixing, because mixing tends to mix out the shallow clouds near the surface. It turns out that high pressure can help in all these areas. High pressure areas are associated with downward sinking motion. Now sinking air is air that is moving from the lower pressure aloft to higher pressure at lower elevations, and thus it's being compressed and compression causes warming, like with your bicycle tire pump. Such warming aloft uh, helps reduce relative humidity aloft and causes the air aloft to be cloud-free. And ironically, a lack of clouds aloft from the sinking is good for clouds near the surface. The reason? Clear skies aloft is, is associated with enhanced infrared cooling, infrared radia- radiative cooling from the surface to space. And so the earth emits infrared radiation, everything does, but the earth is very good at it. And if it's emitted to space, which is enhanced by clear skies, then the surface can cool. Now clouds on the other hand act as blankets To warm the surface clouds can emit infrared radiation down to the surface it can also intercept the infrared radiation leaving the ground and send some of it back so clouds are bad for cooling at the surface and fortunately the lack of clouds aloft from high pressure actually is good for that surface cooling so the surface cooling enhanced by a lack of clouds aloft cool the air near the surface down to saturation. That's 100% relative humidity, allowing the formation and the maintenance of low clouds. Now, with cooling near the surface, because of radiation going to space, and warming aloft from sinking air, an inversion can form. An inversion is when temperature warms with height, the opposite of a normal situation where temperature uh, cools with height. So, an inversion can form. And inversions tend to suppress vertical motions and and vertical mixing. You you can think of inversions are like a plastic shield that prevent the mixing, okay? The atmosphere doesn't like to mix when you have an inversion in place. And such a lack of mixing tends to protect shallow, low clouds near the surface. Now, highs are also associated with generally lower wind speeds. Particularly near their centers. And low wind speeds help reduce the amount of vertical mixing. And that helps reduce the loss of low clouds near the surface. Now, all these cloudy benefits, or at least cloudy at the surface benefits of high pressure, help to keep low clouds in place over western Washington and Oregon during the past week. And the same thing happened and happens over eastern Washington. The basin of Eastern Washington is particularly good in keeping low clouds in place when hot, When you have high pressure because the terrain s- surrounds the Columbia Basin. And that terrain includes the Cascades, the Rockies, the Blue Mountains of Northeast Oregon, the High Plateau of Eastern Oregon, and the Okanagan Highlands of Northeast Washington. There's a ring of terrain around the lowlands of the Columbia Basin and if you get cold air in there trapped by high pressure aloft um, this basin can fill with cool cloudy air however northwest low clouds can occur even without mountains when high pressure is is around for instance during the late summer uh the late spring and summer there's often strong high pressure building over the northeast pacific the east pacific high now Near the surface, we have relatively cool water and plenty of moisture at low levels. While with the high there, you have sinking aloft that produces warming aloft. So there's often an inversion or a stable layer that forms over the oceans between the cool, saturated, cloudy air near the surface and the warmer air aloft. And this can result in a large area of stratus and stratocumulus in the lowest layers of the atmosphere. Now, low clouds may not be as exciting as hurricanes or storms or tornadoes, but the weather-aware Northwest resident should know about their origins, and you do now. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.